All right, listeners, hello and welcome. This is the Ordinary Church Podcast. I'm Connor. I'm here with Pastor Mike. Hello, Mike. Hi, Connor. Good to see you. (laughs) And listeners, it's good to, well, we don't see you, but you hear us. So we're glad that you're tuning in. Uh, Mike, I want to dive in with this question today. Last week, you mentioned that we can be helped by uh, fellow believers, elders in the church, other voices speaking into our lives as we try to think biblically about what's happening in the world. And just wanted to open up today with this question. Where, yeah, what are those places that I can turn to? Where can I turn to, to find sound biblical counsel? Are there even particular resources that you would point people toward or broad principles that you mm-hmm. would help people with in thinking about where do I go to find biblical truth? Okay, uh, great question. First, your Bible, obviously. Um, and if you have a Bible with cross-references, follow those sometimes. Okay, We're talking like, let's just start at the nitty-gritty, okay? Take your Bible, and then mine has the center column and has some cross-references, okay? Those were put in by, by people who know the Bible, okay? So they're not perfect, but they know the Bible. They know where things cross. Just start there, yeah. okay? And then um, go to uh, get a good study Bible. You know, the ESV study Bible is the best study Bible in my estimation, but there's a lot of them out there. But get an ESV study Bible. That's got some notes in it, written by men, mm-hmm. written by women, written by people that are solid biblical scholars, but they also um, know the word, okay? Mm-hmm. So just don't lean too much on the study notes, but read them, okay? okay? Yeah, read the Word. Um, look at your cross-references. Look at a good study Bible. Talk to one of your pastors and elders, okay? Talk to someone that you know. Like, you go, I respect that person. Um, I'm, I I want to ask them some questions. Sit down mm-hmm. for coffee with someone. Mm-hmm. Interact with some of these things if you're struggling. Uh, most Christians just don't do these simple things. Mm-hmm. Just simply do this. I did This is my life. People and prayer and preaching, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're, yeah, those things all dovetail in together. So uh, let me let me tell you what Paul told Timothy, and we're in Second Timothy three, uh, verses ten through seventeen. He says, "You followed my teaching. You followed my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions, my sufferings." Do you see what he just said? Here is Paul saying to Timothy, "You followed," which means to follow <laughs> my teaching my conduct, my aim in life. You built your life upon this. You you followed my example. You did a good thing, right? You did that. And, and basically, he's saying, look, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, and my persecutions and my sufferings. And so to follow here means to follow closely. It means to accompany. It actually means to go together with. Hmm. So like if we're on a hike together and I'm following, you're following me up a trail, yeah. okay? So it's not just, oh yeah, I remember, but no, you're actually leading me along. So hmm. get someone to help you, kind of be a trail guide for you hmm. in the Bible. Find someone that's further along than you, okay? Because then he says this, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Get ready for it. Evil people and imposters will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. There are so many Christians getting deceived because they just didn't do the work. They didn't put the work in, in the word. And they go, well, I grew up in the church or I went to Awana or I did this or that. You cannot go on flames. What did I say on Sunday in my sermon? You don't get to a certain part, a level in your spiritual life and then coast. Mm-hmm. It's not like flying a plane and you get to altitude and now you can just coast for a while. Yeah. No, um, we we lose ground. We have to, we're more like a battery that needs to get recharged. Mm-hmm. And so what does Paul say to Timothy? Second Timothy 3, 14, as for you, continue in what you've learned and firmly believed. You're convinced of it. 
Knowing from whom you've learned it, how from childhood you've been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation. And you get to that great verse, verse 16. All scripture is God breathed, breathed out by God, inspired by God, and profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, for training in righteousness. So you're getting corrected by the word of God. And the thing is, that's why you need fellow people on the trail with you. Don't go solo. Don't think you can do this all by yourself. And it says in verse 17 that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. That whole idea there in verse 17 is sweet. It's the idea of being completely outfitted, fully furnished, fully equipped, fully supplied. Uh, This was used for like a a, a wagon that was completely outfitted or a sailing vessel with Mm -hmm. all the things or a rescue boat with all the all the equipment on it. It's mm-hmm. like a fully loaded car, you know? So you just, you'll, you'll have what you need to go into the marketplace, to go into the neighborhood, to go in and talk to a, a relative that doesn't believe or a friend and interact in a redemptive way where you, you, you serve Jesus and the gospel in a way that doesn't pull the rug out from underneath the, uh, the, the, the gospel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think, I'm going to call it right there. Yes. I'm going to call it right there. We've been kind of in a series of talking about how to think biblically. Listeners, uh, thanks for tracking with us. We are going to pick this up for one last week next week. So we will talk to you then. Again, re-engaging with thinking biblically. Hope you have a great week until then.